Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. I am your host, Jesus, and I am joined by my friend and yours, Michelle. Beautiful, beautiful. That actually goes very well with our podcast episode. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's musting here because we've been working too hard. If this is your first time listeners, we are the Musty Collective and we motivate ourselves to become better storytellers. Today we have an amazing family on the show. You might know them from TikTok. They are the Sharp Family Singers. Woo! Yeah, so it's a singing episode. Get ready. Let's start the show. Today we have the Sharp Family Singers. They are a modern take on the iconic American classic family band, the Partridge Family, comprised of Ron, the dad, Barbara, the mom, and the siblings, Samantha, Logan, and twins, Aiden and Connor. The Sharp Family Singers are rising to stardom with the original witty and creative musical content on TikTok. With your videos, you have um, more than 4 million followers, over 70 million likes, and over 500 million views of your fun, family-friendly videos. We're just so thankful to have you. Ron, Barbara, Logan, Samantha, Aiden, and Connor, thank you again for being on the show. Yeah, and just as a way of us honoring your creativity and all of the hard work that you put into your careers, we would bestow upon you the title Musty Creatives. Yes, all right. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. It's always a weird title we give to people, but it's essentially (laughs) the idea that, you know, you're working so hard, you know, you're in the studio, you're labbing on the video editing, and sometimes you forget to take a shower, right? And you're just so, you're just so passionate, so into what you're doing, uh, creating great content. So thank you for being Musty Creatives. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So first question, uh, Ron and Barbara, uh, can you tell us a little about uh, how you met, your background, and uh, how you, know, how you um, were inspired to pursue music and Broadway? She's always, I always talk too much. I'm letting her go, but, uh, well, you know, ever since I was a little boy, I sang. So I've been singing my whole life. I was from a little town in Illinois and uh, grew up in a town that was so small, we didn't have any stoplights, you know, a thousand people. And uh, I always thought I was the best singer in town. And uh, so I thought, well, maybe I can make it in the, be the best singer in the county. And then so kept working my way through the music and uh, singing in bands and different things till I, I ended up on Broadway. And that's where Barbara and I met. And tell them a little bit, bit about your past. You're different than most singers. Yeah, I didn't start singing until I was in college, really. And I always loved it, but didn't start until I took a class in college. So it's never too late to start singing. Yeah, and, that's awesome. I, I love That's a great story. Barbara's modest. She was the national champion in Taekwondo in the U.S. for oh, yeah. five years. Yeah. Well, that's most impressive. That's very cool. <laughs> and then how did you two meet? How did this family start? Mm, yeah. Barbara and I were lucky enough to, uh, we both got into the, the Broadway show Les Mis, and um, I had been in the show a couple years before Barbara joined, and I was playing Marius, which was kind of the young ingenue lead, and Barbara came in as the young girl I was going to marry in the show, playing Cosette, and then we fell in love and we got married in real life. So we were married on stage a thousand times. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's very romantic. That's awesome. Thank you. 
And then as you started growing your family, did you always have in mind that you wanted your kids to sing along with you? Or was that something you were leaving up to them? Really, no. We actually, it was the opposite, right? Yeah, we, we didn't try. We tried to keep our kids out of the business because we know how tough it is, you know? Yeah. We wanted them to have a love for singing and for the arts. And, if, you know, if anything happened, it happened. But we never pushed them. Yeah, I mean, only 1% of our industry is ever working at any given time. So it's not easy. even though we had had some really good success and work throughout our careers, I mean, we thought our kids would be able to sing. We didn't realize how well they would be able to sing, you know? And uh, one by one, they discovered it on their own. We never pushed them. I mean, I don't think Samantha, I mean, she had a trumpet lesson, I think, maybe, and a piano <laughs> lesson. You had a violin lesson and a piano lesson. And, and, and we said, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to do it if they don't want to do it. So I we, like the instruments. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> wasn't, I tried every instrument. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. In hindsight, I wish we would have pushed them. Now I wish I could play. But we would sing on long car trips. I mean, like families that sing in church together, we, we would mm -hmm. sing together everywhere all the time not really making it into, this is a career for you. This is just something fun that you do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, I find it interesting. I, there was a time where you think of all these famous rock singers that have children that want to sing, but are they ever going to reach, you know, is Billy Joel's daughter going to be Billy Joel or all the different children, even Bon Jovi's daughter sings, you know? So they, I think they kind of avoided it. We didn't really want to make them feel like, oh, they had to make it to Broadway and sing. You know, it was like, if you want to sing, great. If you don't, you don't have to. But they all realized after a certain amount of time, they were really good at it. And it's what they excelled at. And Samantha, you have like the best story of that, where you finally figured out one day that this is what you wanted to do. Yeah, slowly but surely. I found it on my own. <laughs> like, I was so used to, I didn't know any difference, like singing. Like it wasn't like special, I guess, because it was just my whole life. And then I found it on my own, with through my own friends and everything like that. And then I excelled in it. So then it, it ended up working out how I wanted it to work out. I tried to push her into the business because she was so talented as a little child. Yeah. yeah, she, you know, she did not want it. You know, I even offered to pay her. I said, I'll give you fifty dollars every time you let me do a lesson, and she would not let me work with her. Yeah. So it was really funny that, that you know that they really found it on their own, and, and everything yeah. they've done in this business, even you know Logan and the twins, has been on their own. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Actually, I, I do remember um, my mom taking my little sister and I to church to do little duets and stuff and, you know, dress us up at this, uh, to match clothing and everything. And we, we hated it. We hated it. And I, they, they made us take, uh, not made us, but my mom, I took like four years of piano. And now I wish, I was talking about this with my yeah. wife literally last night. I wish I, I had remembered and, and learned how to play piano now, but... Yeah. That's what it is. There's still time. There's still time. Learn the chords. You can play any song <laughs> if you learn the chords. That's, That's true. true. That's very true. So I was wondering, yeah. like, from the kids' perspectives, like, how did you know that singing was your thing? Because mm -hmm. you could have gone in any other direction. Um, I'm just curious to see what your perspective was on, like, how you really found your voice, metaphorically and literally. <laughs> okay. So, like, you know, we like to sing a lot, but we didn't like to do any, like, shows about, like, Mom, Dad, um, Logan, Sammy used to do. We were like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But we still like to sing, but we just didn't like to do that. Right. But we still sang a lot. So, and then one day we were like, they go to Florida and Disney World. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we go sing a lot in Florida and we go to Disney World on and when a day they off. Come back, I'm like, they show me all the pictures. They had fun in Disney World. I'm like, <laughs> So I told them the man will only pay for the tickets if they're singing in the show. Then they can fly down with us. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, they said, yeah, I, think, I think we're in. So they decided to sing on their own. And they actually were in the show 
Sammy's on the show first, then the twins, and then finally the big guy, the big athlete. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell your story, Logan. Yeah, I know. I was playing basketball a lot in high school, and then right. and then I decided to like branch out, try singing. So I got like a couple singing lessons with someone, and then he was like, "Oh, like I have a show. Like, want to come be in it?" And then I did it, and I had like a lot of fun, and then. I did my high school shows and I did like theater around. So yeah. I got into it after everybody else though. He played Troy yeah. Bolton. In, I was just going to ask. You know, I was just going to ask about that. <laughs> which, which if you go to the New York Times website, it's his show that they have posted there, mm -hmm. him playing Troy Bolton. But yeah, I mean, you, you really decided at the last, I mean, you always had a great voice, but you said in this town, I don't sing, right? The yeah. song is well, more of an athlete town. In my old town, we sang, I sang yeah. like, I was in Sam's high school shows, but I was like the kid in him. Like, yeah. I, like oh, they yeah, always be like little kids. So there, there. And then I remember when we moved to our new town, I was like, I'm never singing if we move. Like, <laughs> I, I try to guilt them into staying. Yes. In and our every old town. year, every teacher and the guy in the council, they'd all try to beg me, why isn't he singing yeah. in the chorus? Why isn't he doing his song? And I'm like, naturally I was like, I can't. No, but I, I, I did choir my freshman year, and my mom said, do it for one day. Just I said, quit. just do it for one day, and then you can quit, quit if you want. I quit after the first day. Oh, man. I came back junior year, but this time, like, having, like, a passion for it, and I was like, I went to my car director. Like, yeah. I know, I felt so bad, but it was fun. Yeah. Logan, he has that one thing I never had in, in theater, which is the tallest guy always wins, and he's 6'2". Wow. So, like, your eye goes to the tallest guy on the stage, so that's why he's the leading man. I was, I'm five, you know, 5'10", so I was always the friend of the lead, you know, and he was. No, that, that's awesome. Basketball is actually one of my favorite sports, so I, I totally understand where you're getting from. Um, to try to balance the sport and with the singing and, and the creative side of everything too. So that's actually really cool. You know, what was it like actually playing Troy Bolton in High School Musical? I've actually watched all three films and really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was crazy because yeah. like, you know, when you see it, when people see like their high school show a lot of the times, like the audience members, like if you're not into theater, you might not know some of the shows, mm -hmm. but it was crazy. Like we had to do a performance for the whole school. Yeah. And this was my first time ever like performing. And I was like freaking out, you know. In front of the whole school. I never get nervous on this time I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And then I start singing like um the first song that they sing, like uh, at like the ski lodge or whatever, like the karaoke song. Yeah, the something new. Yeah. Everybody in the audience just start like singing with me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's childhood was high school musical. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that went on, I was like, all right, this is fun. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. And then we did a collab with the girl. Who played in the actual movie? Yeah, we collabed with the uh, yeah. Casey, Casey Stro. Um, oh. And that was like the highlight of their career. You know? <laughs> so that's cool. That's that so fun. cool. That's awesome. Um, quick, quick side question: uh, Have you watched, you know, High School Musical, the musical, the musical, the series? Of course. No, I yeah. The next uh, season's going on soon. Yeah, no, I'm actually excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. High School Musical fans, let's go! Grease was the show that everyone thought was cool when we were kids. Yeah. And now High School Musical was the show you all think is cool. Yeah. And we knew Ashley Tisdale because Barbara and I worked with her in Les Mis. Oh, yeah, yeah. We knew her pre-Sharpay when she was just a little child actor. Pre-Sharpay. And Sam got to meet her when um, she was about 10 years old. And I cried for meeting her. I was so yeah. overwhelmed. <laughs> no, Sharpay is one of my favorite characters in the entire series. Um, oh, yeah. 
Because she, like, she, um, she obviously played a great antagonist, and but also came around at the end. So yeah, that's awesome. You got to oh yeah, every movie, she and then she went back to like yeah. the end meme again. <laughs> All right. So when did you realize you wanted to pursue a TikTok career? Because you know that's the thing that you know I don't think a lot of maybe your TikTok followers know that you have this extensive background in music, music and Broadway. So what made you say, hey, let's try TikTok? And now you're huge on TikTok. What was that like? I didn't even know what TikTok was, so I had nothing to do with the start of it. It was just, formation. it was really random. We didn't like look at TikTok like, oh, like let's try to get famous on this app. Like when we first started posting videos, it was just for, for fun. fun. Like <laughs> we didn't really think anything of it. We knew a lot of songs. We did yeah, not think that was gonna do this to where we are now. Our first video that's since been deleted, but was a video of me, my cousin, and Sam. And Sam was in a chicken suit. <laughs> we were dancing to one like the songs that was like, popular at the time. That's and gone now. That's way gone. That's gotta come back. Yeah, it's gotta come back. You gotta, yeah. you gotta make I that come back. It might get more than 20 views this time. <laughs> oh, definitely. That might be a throwback one, our first page yeah. ever. Well, that, the thing TikTok, anybody was like, anyone could get famous on that app at the beginning because it was just like random people were going viral. So yeah. in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe we could do something, but like, I didn't think it was actually gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. we, uh, should I tell how it happened? Yeah. yeah. So I went to go see the Frozen 2 movie. Yes. And in the movie, there's a duet, uh, Show Yourself, with, with the mother and the daughter. And so I looked at her and I was like, we do duets all the time, my mom and I. So I was like, let's, let's do a duet. And, mm. or do the song from yeah. the show. And, uh, we were in Ireland, so I was like, let's all do it, the whole family. Let's all do like yeah. a little funny thing, just for us, just for fun. But I'll still post it, because I did that. Yeah. And so I sang my section in Ireland, and then a week later I traveled to Paris. No, no, we sang our section. Oh, oh you did? Yeah. Well, I was with you guys, yeah, but yeah, they did their section in Ireland. Yeah. And then I went to Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower and sang my section. And you guys read, yeah. uh, what's that place called? The Cliff of Moors. The Cliff of Moors. So we were like a real like, big landmarks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like our Grand Canyon one the other day. And we yeah. did that the song yeah. from, you know, like, oh, Yeah, that's like Into the Unknown, actually, yeah. that one. The, the, the calling. Yeah. We did that back and forth kind of thing. So she sang her part, and then I'm in Paris singing my part. This is about a year ago right now. It was last yeah. December. Yeah, so it was like a year ago. And it got like five views. And I was like, yay, <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> and then a month and a half went by, and like, I forgot I even had the app. I wasn't even on it. And one thing like, opened it i randomly opened it one day like a month later and the video i looked at the video and i saw 200k i was like what's that mean 200k i didn't put it together thousands and views i'm so confused so then i'm looking at my notifications and it's like comments are pouring in and i'm like what's happening and right when i opened it when it was like blowing up surprisingly oh, wow. yeah. and so i was still in shock so i called logan and i started screaming we're famous <laughs> i get a call from sam and it's either whenever i get a call from sam it's either something crazy just happened or come home we gotta film TikTok. i know <laughs> it's always different so two months after they posted it is when it first went viral yeah. And then you posted a bunch of formal well, stuff Well, that day, the day it was going viral, I was like, I'm just going to post a million of our videos because yeah. we're blowing up right now. Might as well. Of our right. concert. Of our, our professional our concert videos, like, because we've been doing this for a long time. So I was like, I never thought this app would make this happen. So I was like, let's just post everything. And then those started getting, like, people looking at it. And people started, like, kind of understanding mm. what they're seeing, like a family that sings. Because right. the first video, you see a mo us two. Well, I wasn't even in it, actually. Yeah. I wasn't in they it. They're like playing parts in it, but we're actually singing. Yeah. So I was like, I need to show that everybody sings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, then we just kept, we 
You we did the yeah. uh, the one that Step Brothers is what really, oh, really yes. have to do that song one day because it is us. The, the song where they sing in the car, the family. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. Yeah, like that, yeah. <laughs> we said, let's do that. Yeah, we did it. We went in the car, we drove around the block and started singing it. And then she posted it and that one really. Yeah, that was like our ever film because it yeah. was like actually really intricate and yeah. then once we did it successfully it blew up to millions like that was like our first one to get like to millions yeah. the other one got to like what like eight hundred thousand our first one but that one got millions and we're like okay we're now tiktokers so we were just starting to think of everything after that we but we noticed out. that the videos that were less formal did better like if we yeah. were sitting around in our pajamas it got more yeah. views than if we wore a suit and tie and sang, so we kind of figured that out right yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also, we also noticed that people like goofy things, and we are really goofy. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of fun, and we yeah. sing, and we're like, well, let's just show them who we are. Yeah. And so people like it. We're very corny, but they, half the people like our corny. <laughs> I think I think that's good because you just embrace who you are as a family, and then people see that as like being real and. And, and then they go along with you for the ride. Cause it, it, it is awesome. Cause you're like, oh, we're just in our pajamas, casually singing Broadway musicals. <laughs> you know, that, that is funny. I, you know, that's great content. My whole marriage, I've spent the whole marriage embarrassing my wife in public. Cause I'm willing to sing anytime, anywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> now, now, they, the now they're like, go do what you do. You know, now, now I'm cool. I went from being really kind of, you know, like, crazy. Uh, be yourself. So I, I can actually yeah. be myself, which is a lot And in most of the TikToks, we make fun of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, well, you know, I, I saw a story about the Partridge family, and they said that David Cassidy was so good looking, they always had to make him the one that loses. Oh, so man. I figured I am so attractive and handsome that I have to be the one, not Logan, that always gets made fun of. So I accept that role. It's very easy for me. Right. Yeah. A little little well, self deprecation like, humor, right? Yeah, I totally get you. Exactly. They only want her to be goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I, embarrass, I try to embarrass my wife every once in a while, too. It keeps the marriage fresh, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Right. <laughs> but it used to be pretty bad at times. separate Instagram for Chewy because I've seen oh, okay nice nice yeah although we don't post very Chewy much Shark. Yeah, we should he has a lot of good he's a sweet he's the sweetest dog he does not want to be he wants to be in the videos and when we do the things on the steps and we shut the basement door he's outside barking so we have to let him in because he doesn't want to be yeah. alone you know yeah, chihuahuas yeah. are like yeah so forcing us to put him in the TikToks. Well, I, I saw one on Instagram of uh, you posted a TikTok video, and I think it was like, you know, one of your challenges, like, no, no, no. And, and yeah. you know, you, Ron, I think you sang the last, like, ah, and then he jumped. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah, yeah we, put, we put him off the side of that one, and we started singing, and we said, go. And as soon as we started singing, he ran up right. into my lap. Oh, and then when I hit the high note, he opened his mouth with me. Oh, and that's the 50 million views. Because it looked like Chewie was singing with me. You know, he can't, he can't be alone. Yeah. He won't let us. We just went for a ride in the car. He was the happiest he's ever been. He loves going for a ride. <laughs>
Oh, don't fall asleep, Chewie. Stay awake, buddy. <laughs> so it it so Samantha and and Logan and and Barbara, you're kind of like the like the head of the content creation for TikTok, coming with the new ideas and things like that. Well, bring us into one of your you know your videos, your creative process, right? Following the trend, but then putting your you know the family sharp you know spin on it to to make it unique for you and your platform. I came in. I said, okay, guys, there's a song. Uh, the bad romance from Lady Gaga. Like I just see it everywhere. Whenever I see it, it's like something like a trend happening. Yeah, they always I always let them know the trend, so then everyone can start thinking of like ideas. Yeah. So I just had the song, and I was like, I couldn't really think of anything. I was like, let's just sing it. You know, I want. I knew I wanted to do a song on Thanksgiving because yeah. not every family sings around the table Thanksgiving. So I was like, let's <laughs> sing it around the table. Yeah. Just do that. So uh, well, we were done eating. So we we tried to sing it. So we just went around the table singing like. Um, yeah, just, we just sang it, <laughs> and then uh, you said something. Well, I said, "God, I'm." Uh, what was the word I said? I can't believe I ate. So I can't. I, you know, I can't believe I ate so much. Why did I eat so much? Yeah, I, eat so much? I sat. I was actually feeling that because I had had yeah. my second. And then Barbara goes, "No, no, it can't. The last line has to be, you know, why did I eat so, why much? Did I eat so much?" And that was like a spur. Of the Sometimes that's, that's most of the time. To be honest, we come up. They come up with the trend, <laughs> then we kind of come up with the creative. The stub your toe, same thing. Like how we're going to change the words and what we're going to do. Yeah. But then almost always, without fail, he has to change everything while we're doing it. Allow <laughs> <laughs> me in the beginning of the process. So I'm the one that kind of so gives no them. We, so we always do like 50 different versions, like different ways of doing something. We always eventually come up with something really funny. Nice. So the, best, the best idea wins is our, you know, our philosophy. Yeah. Like, oh, change yeah. it. No, that didn't work. We'll change it. No. Yeah. Okay, the original one was the best. You know, or then Barbara came up with, you know, saying, I didn't even know I said that. Why did I eat so much? And she said, and we're like, that's flawless. Everyone's feeling the same yeah. way. Now, the stub your toe is something Sam came up with, which, and oh, we got yeah, called by the that. Jimmy Fallon show for that one. Yeah, that's like, uh, you stub your toe and sing a line just that has like an awe ah sound. Yeah. So, we, and I will always love you. And I. I would just do something like that. Something like, and we all had a different song for it. We had to think of all the songs and stub different parts of the house. <laughs> that's, oh, that's cool. Like it's fun to be creative. So we get to come up with ideas and yeah. change things and, and, and changing words to songs. That's and it's, it's strange. Like, Julie was on the table with us at the end. And, you know, of the 22,000 comments we've had on the Thanksgiving one we did two days ago, yeah. a lot of comments are why they have the dog on the table. Like we actually would have eaten with the dog on the table. Safe with our dog on the table. And so they're getting they angry and, and you get like, you have like 10,000 comments on yeah. why is the dog on the table? These people, so that's why we did we the one the next day where we put the guinea pigs on the-, the uh, Oh yeah, then I got my guinea pigs, put them on the table. And then I saw that, I saw that, yeah. Sammy's like, what are you saying? Like, well, where's Chewy? Then we put him on the table, then we all ate. Just because, you know, there's no such thing as a bad comment, right? Right. We like <laughs> Sure. And on the stub your toes, Samantha, she was carrying her computer, and it dropped out of her hand. I and threw it. That dropped. I well, first, the first it dropped out of her hand, and she thought, I'm going to throw the computer because people are going to say, why? She, you know, so we set up a pillow, and she throws Oh, yeah, there the was a pillow. Mom's at the end. She has a brick in her head. She she hits the floor <laughs> while I throw it, so it looks no. like it. I was big for a while uh, people are so gullible and, and then a lot of the overseas followers who can't understand what we say yeah a lot of people do know it's know. probably just a prank although there are a lot of kids that are under eight years old that are like is the dog really on the table well, that's why we're they're like and we're very careful not to do anything that would be bad that a little yeah. kid want to copy because we have a lot of young yeah. followers yeah, so. yeah. we had a video last week that was flying 
it was flying off the table. And, and uh, Sam, you know, we took it down because it was basically shooting a fire extinguisher at somebody, you know, at, at me. Yeah. And, uh, oh, kids are going to do that to their parents. Yeah, yeah, so we're gonna do a different thing with that. But yeah. it was like, oh, who's gonna get a million views in, in six hours? But we took it down because it's not about the views. I, I want, made him take I want it down. safety. Well, I mean, that that sounds honestly really funny. It reminds me of like uh, Tim well, Allen or Tolt Time like, and stuff like Home Improvement. Obviously, the adults would know better, but I just don't know if the kids would know better. So. Yeah. My mother called me saying, "Are you okay?" And I said, "We filmed that two weeks ago. I'm okay." <laughs> but today. <laughs> She goes, so that's the kids are gonna, and then there was a couple comments saying, I wanna, you know, do that to my parents. Well, you get, you, you know, back and forth comments. There's always gonna be something you post, so you're gonna get negative comments. You can't avoid comments. No. We've learned that through this process. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could be sneaky clean, and they'll still find something to be like, and they just make fun of you a lot. So you have to have yeah. a That's like the best thing. But actually, like, we enjoy When that, they right? make like a yeah. negative comment, like, they're like, oh, I've I hate that you guys did this. If you comment back on their comment, like, oh, like, thanks so much. <laughs> it's so awkward. They're like, no, no, I comment back to people. Someone would be like, yeah. you guys disgust me. And I comment back, be like, hey, oh my God, I was just kidding. I love yeah, you they, so much. They take it back. <laughs> right. Oh, the haters. They like, lie behind like their little screen, yeah. thinking that we were not going to see. Not. It. I mean, we're just doing it for fun. Everybody's Some people want to get a reaction, but we. we yeah, there's the thing is, like, we don't care about that stuff, but we know, like, some people do. So it's just like, it's hard. It's just online. Them. Most of them don't, it's don't even have a face. It's just a cartoon picture. So people are going to say yeah. whatever just yeah. to get attention. But I think that's one of the reasons people like our videos because we do comment, like, especially in the first 24 hours of a video. Yeah. The three, four of us are on there, you know, commenting yeah. on people like and responding. We're talking to our the people that really enjoy our videos. For better or worse, and we're always if someone doesn't like us, we're always trying to win them over. And the, oh, you know, come on, you have to like us. The, you know we're kidding. The thing we like the most when they do a video, like they, they duet our video or they do a video yeah. of it, we sit there and watch it for hours. And some people are funny. They come up with some funny things. Very yeah. creative. Yeah. Fun, but it's so funny. Oh, we can. Enjoy we know. It. We know we're cringy. That's the point, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and again, just accepting who you are, and like, even though there's hateful or negative comments, just you know, sharing them with love. And then calling them out, like you said, Logan, that's a good point. You got to call out the haters. You got to call out the trolls. Um, but they, you, know, so you don't show them that they get you down. So they don't yeah. get that victory. Exactly. Yeah. No, you that's... don't ever call them out, Logan. You just say, like, I don't get hey. mad. I just, yeah. I just say, like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And they yeah. Be... <laughs> but, like, well, like, the last video, Jason Derulo commented on in our video, which is, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Because oh, so you, you tagged him. I think you tagged him, right, in the video? Or you... Oh, this one. It was a random one, wow. uh, okay. one of the Thanksgiving table, which has gotten you know, all these views. But yeah. we, we've actually sung about him, and he's never commented. But he commented on this one, and so because yeah, of that, yeah. it got yeah. eight thousand other comments. You know, and uh, yeah. and so you know, it's just it's just awesome that uh, we don't realize how many people have seen our our videos. You know, we yeah. we're sitting under a little bubble in our house <laughs> making content. Know. You know, just having fun. We never planned this to be a business. You know, right. so. Well, that, that's that's one thing I just wanted to ask you guys about because you you said like once you saw the two hundred thousand you know mark you're like oh we're famous I, I don't know I feel like with your career you're kind of already famous in a way like from, you know from a musical standpoint um, what what is the difference right and you know I I know with you know the with Ron and Barbara you've already experienced what it's like to be at a show um, and obviously as well with Samantha and Logan you've already experienced that and then to have fans come up to you at the end what's the difference from that kind of popularity to the social media online popularity? 
No, I just think the difference is like when you go see a show and you play like a character and you do well and they come uh, come up after you and say like, oh, good job. Like, I love this, this and that. Like that, you love that. Like that's what you like thrive for. But it's crazy. Like we went to the mall the other day and the phone just comes up to us. In LA. Says hi, says they love us. But that's like for us. Yeah. We're not playing a character. That's us. Right. Like they like family and then people like, it's so nice when they come up to us and like they say like, oh, like you helped me and my family get through so much or like you helped me like get through like a lot of tough things in my life. And like, yeah. well, I think that's like the best thing. Yeah. This year, so. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were, you know, I don't know whether or not this would have all, this would have happened had we not had to be quarantined in the same house mm-hmm. and we were just bored. I mean, we played games like any other family. We watched TV, but, you know, there was no sports. We were sitting around, what are we going to do? Well, let's yeah. let's make a silly video. They talked about us. But, you know, when they started being funny and then you start getting rewarded by people viewing it and commenting, it was pretty, it was a pretty cool experience. Cause then my mother who's quarantined by herself yeah. and her yeah. sister who's quarantined, you know, they're all commenting, Oh, you're getting me through these tough times. So then it kind of made us do more. So then we want them to be funnier and more entertaining. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we knew we could say we, we, that was not right. question, right. but we didn't know how to make a really good TikTok until maybe I mean, until February when we started kind of going, this is how we need to do it. And Practice then makes perfect. Well, yes. The more we do it, the better we get at figuring yeah. out, yeah. like, yeah. the strategy and how to make it happen. But about, we, oh, yeah, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, but about, like, the whole famous thing is, like, mm-hmm. we've been stuck in this house. Like, we don't really know what, who knows yeah, us out sure. there. Like, we've had, like, a couple people come up to us, but, like, it's, like, we don't have a good sample size of how much we're actually out there. Yeah. Which is, like, confusing to us because everyone's like, oh, you're famous. Like, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, when we got, we were in the, the mall in, you know, in uh, Ventura County and people came up to us and then we left our tripod in the restaurant and the restaurant sent us a message on TikTok. We didn't even know they knew who we were. Wow. Yeah. And people yeah. were videotaping us while we were eating. I guess that's the weird And it was like, oh, we didn't weird. Yeah. what we were saying, you know, it, I guess there's a certain We're going to have to adjust to the, that new because kind of like. we were used, like said, after a concert, you know people are coming because they just saw you in a concert. Right. And, that's and then, over. then you would go to IHOP <laughs> and that was it. No one else knew you. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I when people are recognizing, which is it's odd for us because we're not used to that. And the perspective but it's is great because they're all like loving the same thing we love, so we get to talk to them about the TikToks. And, and the perspective is that Barbara and I spent 25 years singing on Broadway, mm-hmm. and we sang for maybe three or four million people. Yeah, we had videos that had 15 million views <laughs> in the first day. Right. So there's a perspective wow, about the fam, the, the people that you reach, you know, and not just in this country, around the world. Well, yeah, that's that's oh, a good yeah. part. That, that oh, we can, it's international. So you get to talk to someone from so many different countries. Yeah. It's great. On the analytics, you see that 7 million people in Japan have seen our videos, 10 million people in Korea. In the know, Philippines. You know, Brazil. It, Brazil. Until they Brazil. shut down. You know, a, lot of, a lot of us influencers, when the, in India shut down the TikTok app, yeah. I mean, yeah. their followers, I mean, everything dropped because we were getting tens of millions of comments, you know, from in that part of the country as well. So... It's just crazy, you know, people uh, really- I still don't feel famous. <laughs> no, we don't. I still don't really know the definition of famous. Maybe well, one day- we'll Just gotta out. watch yourself, you know, especially yeah. the little- well, I, I, that's that's the thing. Unfortunately, it is a little weird, right? If people, you're having family dinner in a restaurant and people are filming you, like, that's that's strange. I mean, people, <laughs> so we're so open normally as a family. We're, we're talkers, so we, yeah. we like to talk to people. So that doesn't bother, you know, it really doesn't bother us. Yeah. We're not like a single actor that's alone yeah. that's being followed by ten people. There's six of us, so it's going to yeah. be a good. Now, but like now, grocery store, I'm like, I gotta look, make my eyes look good. That's all you can see in my mask. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> <monster. laughs> 
I think the masks are probably the best thing Hollywood actors have ever found because they can literally go anywhere they want and wear a mask and, you know. We're point where I don't think we're getting recognized unless we're together with another family member because they can't put the pieces. Like, if we're with these two, then they know. Yeah. It's yeah. Just that yeah. Actually, uh, yeah, Aiden, Aiden and Connor, you, you guys are, are on All My Children, which is awesome. I've actually watched some of those, a couple of those episodes in the summer. Um, <laughs> You're 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 babies and now you're older. What's it like being on the show and being interchangeable as far as uh, you know playing one role and sharing that that role together? I honestly have no idea. Probably like I, Dad used to say, like when we were doing all my children, like one of us would do the, like sleep. One was be sleeping in the back and one was be in the show, and they would just switch every couple hours. The <laughs> <laughs> baby would cry and be upset. They picked him. Yeah. Quiet <laughs> and sleep. They picked him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they met because we, we shared the dressing room area, the green room area with, with The View. So, you know, Kira oh. has held them in their arms. Uh, you <laughs> everybody, know, every famous person. Every famous person you could think of, you know, has been yeah. in their presence. From Andre Bocelli to uh, to Woody Harrelson, you name it. They've all what kind of walked in the room. And you see twins, you kind of go, oh, look at the twins, you know? Yeah. And Shakira said she wanted to take them. You know, she said, I want, can, I, can I have them? And I said, I didn't know who she was, actually, when she was talking to me. She was in sweatpants, and she had just done a little rehearsal before she went on that. It's like, excuse me, lady, you can't have my children. Yeah. yeah. And Samantha, when she was a little girl, she sang with Queen Latifah and Tony Bennett. She does it. I thought Queen Latifah was a real queen. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, as, as kids, I totally, I totally get that. No, I totally oh, yeah. get that. Yeah. Yeah. She's little. We're like, this is Queen Latifah. They said, this is Queen Latifah. I'm this. 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 He got me into basketball, and then I met him. Yeah, yeah man. Fast don't lie, man. I remember those commercials, man. I know. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. How, wait, so you're 6'2". You're pretty much at his height, then. Well, no, well I met him years ago. I met him, like, the this season, around then. No, he's talking about... Yeah, but now yeah. you're the same height. Oh, now, yeah, now we're I think you're. I think he's 6'3". You're almost 6'3". So you're about he's the same. Six, yeah, no, he's 6'2". Now. Is he 6'2"? Yeah, they did like real NBA oh. heights last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the shoes and the padding, you know, you put the yeah, socks in, you know, yeah. yeah. They always lie about their height. That's true. But he's actually 6'2". Yeah, yeah, so they're... Now we're the same height. Same. You didn't grow to late. Probably better than... Oh, yeah. And we did a concert in Florida, and the guy who was one of the general managers of the Bulls saw our concert. Yeah. And and saw our TikToks, and he so he sent Logan a message saying, "Hey, you ever want to, you know, go meet Scotty yeah. Pippen in the bowls? Yeah, let me know." And I'm like, so this is the perks you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's awesome. Of course, he had he was the Bulls general Yeah, but our yeah. play in the celebrity halftime basketball oh, yeah. game. That we play basketball all the time together. Even if they don't know who we are, we'll go over. We got good chemistry on the court. You know? Yeah. Well, if you, if you do play in the celebrity basketball game, please cross Kevin Hart for me. That would be. Amazing. I got <laughs> I was in Les Mis and I was Tommy John, the baseball pitcher, Tommy John surgery. He was, his son was in the show with us. And uh, I was saying what a big Michael Jordan fan I was. And he said to me, well, I'm going to play golf with them this weekend. Do you want to go? And I said, no, no, I got to, I got to do the shows. Mm. And then he really? left and I went, what did I just say? I can't play golf. <laughs> I got to do the, I, mean, I was dedicated to Les Mis when I was in that show. Back on, that was like my biggest regret of my life. Ron, that proves that you're you're a professional. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, told you, like, well, 
I can't get, get them to give up a date with their boyfriend or girlfriend and come do a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of those things where when he walked out of the room, I was like, oh, I'm still friends with Tommy John. Maybe we'll work, work it out someday. <laughs> Samantha, you you performed in Little Women, and you I, you received a, an award for that as well. And you know we're we're, we're big fans of the 2019 film. We, uh, you know we think it's the best iteration of, of it as a film adaptation. Um, you tell us what you what how it was to play Joe March, and maybe I don't know what do you think of you know Saoirse Ronan's you know portrayal of her, um, and and what do you think about the story of Little Women? What does it mean to you today? Well, Little Women that was the best show I've ever done. Like you all can agree, right? <laughs> Definitely one of the best. Roles I've ever done. I really die. I went. I went to the March House in Massachusetts. I was really talking yeah, about dedication. Really, I did so much research on Joe March. I was obsessed with like. Well, I was obsessed with the whole story and everything. Oh yeah. And uh, and it definitely showed. My friends that came, they're like, I didn't know you could act. And I was like, Yeah. And uh, it was my favorite part ever. And you'll be shocked, but I actually didn't see the new movie yet. Oh, Shocking. Oh. No, no, problem. it's all good. Yeah. I still, no one wants to watch it with me. I already watched I it. I'm asking everyone hours. I know, please watch. I don't want to watch it by myself, but I, and I need to. Like, it's been too long. But that show just meant a lot. She's, just, she's such a strong character, stronger than I am. So I had to really bring out that toughness. She's a tough tomboy. So I really had to dive into a totally different, I'm so girly. So <laughs> tomboy with like you're more of a tomboy yeah. than I am. So I went to my mom. I'm like, how do I, you know, body a tough, because you have to change how you walk. How you, your mannerisms, like I can't be myself basically. <laughs> it was so opposite of myself, which was made it challenging, but I love challenges. Yeah. And I ended up, uh, I was tougher for sure. I was, uh, you won an award, so you must have I won an award. Right. <laughs> but I was so happy to win that award. And my everyone in that, uh, my director won the award, the music the director. director. We won, we didn't win best show, but we won everything else. <laughs> we literally won for like everything except for like the best show overall it's a tinier show that i was up against like you know lame is and like those kind of things yeah uh it was so cool though to win for lead actress for sure i was really hoping i I put so much work into that and and i learned a lot in that process right and i want to do more challenging roles like that like that are really out of my comfort zone yeah because those are the most rewarding when you actually figure out how to conquer that and so different than who you are that's so true (laughs) <laughs> that's everything. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, and you know, I I'm thinking of Timothy Chalamet because he plays the <laughs> the guy character. I like to say Timothy Chalamet, but um, <laughs> but that scene where Joe March is like, no, I don't, I'm not, I don't love you. You know, can you? What was what was what was it like to play that? Um, you know, and to kind of get into that character and and, and tear down this best friend <laughs> in, in in that one it's- moment. Cause that's so like that happens all the time like the unrequited love and yeah. everything yeah. And, and i did lo- you love lori for sure you love him Lori, there you go yeah that's the character you're so in love with him and it's confusing too because i don't think she knew for sure if it wasn't like a romantic love she was really like confused about it as well 
but she said no. So there had to be like something yeah. missing. Like she, yeah. she rejected him basically. Right. So it was it's very hard too because you don't want to lose that friendship. Like yeah. I, I'm just thinking that in real life, how hard that would be to like not lose that friendship with someone, but also say like, I'm not interested in that kind of way. And it did take a toll on their friendship, but then they mm-hmm. came back together because they realized they just weren't meant to be. It, it all worked out in the end. She found someone that challenged her more. Lori was too easy. She needed someone like the professor that was more of like the challenge and like that talk back to her. Lori was too nice, basically. Right. He, he was he was willing to be like a servant for her. So no, I, yeah, I totally understand she that. Like that for friendship, but for a man, she wanted like a man man. So right. <laughs> she met a quirky guy, basically that challenged her in a different way. Yeah, that's so. Cool. It was cool. but then her sister made up. Yeah, her sister. Yeah, her sister was with Lori, yeah. and uh, both the, all the sisters yeah, found sister, someone, yeah. and everybody ended up happy. Yeah. But it just took Joe a while. Her Joe's first love was uh, writing stories, so that was really till that was figured out. She couldn't think of a man, basically. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is good she did that because that might have changed things. Um, Logan, you were in Fiddler on the Roof. Can you mm-hmm. tell us more about that experience? Yeah, well, so that was like the first show I ever did. Nice. That was when my uh, music teacher said, like, I have, like, I'm, I'm doing a show. Like, do you want to come audition, do it? And I was thinking, I was like, no. Yeah, you like, said no. I don't want to. <laughs> but they were like, do it. Like, you have nothing else to do. So I was like, okay. So then I auditioned and I got Perchick. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, show. but you know, let's preface this. It was at an all-girls Catholic oh, school. Oh, yeah, it was at all-girls Catholic <laughs> So Logan walking into the den. Yeah, an all-girls school was like one of five times, so and, it wasn't a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it was scary, like because I don't know, like, everybody's so prepared. Like they all had like books with like a million songs they were gonna sing, <laughs> and here I am, I got like my piece of paper with like you know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I auditioned. I got the role because I have a good. I always had a good voice. Like I wasn't really that trained, but I had a good voice. Yeah, and they do guys anyway, so <laughs> I get, I got a shot. And uh, yeah, no, it was fun. Wait. And like I did Anaconda. Oh, yeah, you guys are in it. Oh, there are two? Okay. Do you have anybody have any brothers? Like, oh, yeah, I got two. Yeah, they were in it too. They were in a cute part. They They married them off to girls that were like seven years older than them. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow. (laughs) With two other girls that were like, you know, 10 feet tall. But yeah, no, it was fun. And then like after that show, I was like, okay, this is fun. Like, that's what kind of started me to go do more shows and I did like seven shows in a year yeah. after that so yeah the theater, that's yeah. cool like because with musical like theater like you get to tell a story and you get to sing and act and sometimes yeah, dance that's great. I love story it's like the best part Lori's are I mean it's a really natural actor too I mean he got yeah. a great voice but he's he you know he's just a natural actor you know even when he's done sides for different uh tv shows and things he's you're really good at this this comes to you really naturally good genes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's so cool. I mean, and then you know, a quick side question. You know, Ron and Barbara, like, you know, you're you're leading this family. Was it your ultimate vision? Um, you know, for for this to to happen. And I know we talked about that a little bit earlier, but you know, can you just talk to talk about like the legacy that you want to leave behind? You know, with with you know, for your family, um, and just in the world and what you're what the audience that you're that you're sharing with the world, your music and your talent. What do you want them to, to take uh, take away from it? Well, I think 
we always had that. I mean, we're not going to lie. You always dream like, ooh, your kids do what you do. We're all going to be the singing family. So, yeah. so it always, cause we always were the singing family, but just privately. You know, you know, our family knew that. We don't yeah. sing, but we never thought it would actually happen. Like we were going to be able to do this for a living and, and get our kids out there and let the rest of the world hear what, what we can do and what they can do. And uh, now that it's happening, it's it's really exciting because it's always I always wanted to record albums with the family, and now we're getting opportunity to do that, and that's yeah. real exciting. I mean, we started off Barbara and I. Barbara and I had always done concerts with other Broadway people, mm-hmm. and then when Samantha graduated high school, you know, we said, well, let's let's have Samantha in the show, help her get an early start in performing, and you know, there's different ways to make a living in this business. Some people go to Broadway and they do a show for a year, and then they go to the next show, the next show. But ultimately, if you have your own show, you could be much more successful because that never ends. I mean, we're booked in 2023 right now doing our own concerts <laughs> wow. where I don't know Broadway's going to be open by 2023. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to make a living in this business. And but, but we were talking about the concerts that we would do. We would bring her in, and she was young. Something She was in high school at a certain point. I started the concerts when I was thir- 12 or 13. Yeah, but then when we would do concerts with like other Broadway people, everyone's we were like, we're going to bring our daughter. And they're like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> they hear her. Then they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> they are okay with it. I mean, the yeah. show was started because we were we were like a parent that helps coach their kids' soccer team or baseball team. Their her local community theater asked us if we would put together a little variety show with the kids. So Samantha was part of it. So Barbara and I went there and we put together a little show, like with little vignettes from different musicals. And after the show, a person from one of the active adult communities said. You know, if you bring this place, the show to our place as is, we'll we'll pay you a thousand dollars. And I'm like, really? And so, okay, so we brought the thing. You know, we got thousand dollars. I gave it to all the kids, got paid, and then someone said, "Well, had you sung, we would have given you two thousand. So I said, "All right." So we did it again. I sang. We got two thousand. I took a little money of time. They said, "But if your wife would have sung, we'd have given you three thousand. I said. Really? All of a sudden, we were doing these shows, and uh, it was just with little Barbara and I and a bunch of little kids. I mean, not little kids, but you were high school kids, and they were not seniors. They were like freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and um, it started taking off. And then, uh, you know, about that same time, we just had produced our Broadway musical, and so people knew who we were, and we'd done a lot of shows on Broadway, but we kind of branched off and started making the show about the family, and then... And it never ended. <laughs> and then we were in Atlanta for a month, like a Christmas show in Atlantic City at a big theater, and we didn't want to leave the boys at home, so we're like, you guys want to be in the show? Sure. So they came down and sang with us, you know. And then yeah, Logan yeah. sees us all having fun. He's like, all right, I'm in, you know. <laughs> so at the end of the day, they all kind of join on their own. But, but her best friend, Andre Williams. Yes, my best friend, Andre. <laughs> he, he was in the show that we did years ago, and we never stopped using We kept him in the show. He's yeah. still Andre, in our show. Andre and Dan, yeah. Yeah, um, Dan's Dan's there, there are people that we taught how to sing when they were little kids, and so is our family and, and our assistants who are now grown, but they were little kids. And the show is really fun. And it's not, it's not just really good singing, which I think it is. It's, it's a nice little family story and that, and we would be on stage singing and we would see these guys sing and we're like, wow, they're really good. And you can see the audience just reacting to the little guys and to Logan. And so the whole story evolves that way about our family. It's like a family story. And it's really, I mean, we we get booked around the world now to sing it. And they're always like, bring in the kids, right? Make sure the kids come. (laughs) Right, right. Kids, is that okay? They're in the show. And now they're like, you better bring the kids when you Yeah, don't call them. Unless, and once they start singing, you can go, you can leave. We just want to hear them. <laughs> oh, no. They literally break down when they come on. Well, they yeah. sing My Way by Sinatra with the dress of Frank Sinatra and they, you know, they wail it. 
we're all great soloists, so we used to just do things on our own, but now it's like everyone wants the whole family at all times to do everything, because we're just a package deal now. And, and my hat's off the kids, you know, I mean, to be a teenager, to be 18 and singing right. with mom and dad, Nice. And <laughs> Samantha, you know, same thing, you know, singing with her parents. Don't you enjoy doing it? Every weekend. Every yeah. weekend. She loves singing. I think that takes bravery because I know, like, when I was, you know, 18, I was like, ah, you know, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And, yeah, the last thing you want to do is be seen with your parents, let alone be on stage with them, you know? Yeah. And then also, what, you know, to, you know, brace with what your peers think because it's not sometimes always the trolls or hate or haters out there, but it's like your own individual peers yeah. that you go to school with or you work with. Um, but I think what's so great about what, you know, the Family Sharp Singers is you're a family and, you know, sometimes people don't see healthy families, you know, doing things together and really enjoying each other. And, you know, how did you set up that atmosphere? You know, regardless of the singing, you, you guys all seem like, you know, your friends at the end of the day, you really enjoy each other. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? We, we've always, like, I mean, we play hang-go-seek in the house, yeah. all of us. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you, you spend time with your kids. When you spend a lot of time with your kids and do fun things like they'll enjoy, we go to you know, amusement parks. We're a big amusement park, especially Disney, and that's our thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, have travel, we, should, we travel to go there because we enjoy it. So the kids always had that atmosphere was always wanting to be together and have fun together so and we've had to work out like we had to work out you know because in the stage show i am the boss mm -hmm. i put together the music i put together a show i booked the hotels everything in this production i am not the boss mm -hmm. i'm not even an idea guy it's it's <laughs> these three that are the idea people and the twins and i show up at the last minute <laughs> and, uh, we add our own little taste to it but it's 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 kind of learning that and also the twins the twins, a lot of times, like, we'll be setting up and talking about it, and then we'll call them down two minutes before we sing it. This is what you're singing. Learn. <laughs> like, even the thing at Thanksgiving, they walked up to the table literally one minute before we sang it and said, this is what you're singing. Mm. Because <laughs> we, we can't. Teach them harmonies. <laughs> we literally yeah. teach them harmonies on the spot and make them pick. But because we've been doing that for so long, they're getting great at that. We, we can just rely on them. If we're out somewhere and they say, sing something in harmony, we can give them a harmony and they can do it. I mean, they're playing Xbox. Playing Madden, and it's like the last minute. Hey guys, we're filming. They come down, we film, and then we're done. And after one take, Logan and the twins say, "That's good." Yeah. And, uh, I'm we're, like, uh, we're definitely the fun house, though. Like I just remember growing up, my friends, like the Sharp House is the fun house. You'd have like a million of my friends over every day because I just wanted to hang out with my parents. Singing with the Sharp. <laughs> Logan tells us when something's not going to be good, <laughs> right? He says, "This is." Not are you still listen sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you do need somebody to be like a barometer and just be like, well, I, I don't know. We could be like, we could push the boundaries a little bit, but then sometimes you gotta get a wheel back in. You know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, he, just, he tells us before we film that it's not gonna work, and then Samantha and his quality control, like that was not good enough. You got to do it again. <laughs> yeah. The singing's not good enough. Like we must make the singing perfect. <laughs> I'm big on that. <laughs> Make sure the singing sounds She's got great. perfect pitch, so she's the one that kind of sits there and yells at us. When we're like, it sounded funny. No, that was not good. <laughs> then she puts out bloopers without telling us. So oh. we have no idea what the bloopers are going to be until we actually see it on oh, TikTok. Bloopers. She loves bloopers. She does that to me all the time.
you know, we have to ask because you're, you're musical people, you're content creators. And uh, what do you think about the Cats 2019 movie? <laughs> <laughs> do you do you consider oh, wow. yourselves jellical cats? <laughs> ten out of ten. Yes. <laughs> I I love I love the Cats movie. I've seen it like six seven times. So. <laughs> So you're asking people that love, you know. Yeah. I can only relate it to when, when Barbara and I were taken by 20 of her friends to see Les Mis mm. in the movie theater after having been in it for 10 years. Yeah. And, and the whole movie, they're looking at us like, what do you think? But they're waiting us for us. <laughs> and we just couldn't, you know, the music and the story is too it, fun. Yeah. I love, you know, I love even, cats. even Little Women. That. I, when that movie came out, I was like, I wish they would have done a musical too. I, I want the musical movie to happen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love attention to the Broadway show yeah. like that's not bad like yeah. any attention to shows is right. great right. we all love it so well, you know even everybody the best. has their own opinions you're not gonna you're not gonna please everyone so even my friends who didn't like it still appreciated it yeah. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> the costumes were phenomenal Oh, that's the cool part yeah 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 exactly yeah I mean with Les Mis and Hathaway in the movie just just tore it apart in those scenes yeah, yeah. but it, it's hard to compare it because it's you know, you know because it's hard to make Good quality, you know, you know, productions. So, you know, sometimes people in in the film industry they try to to try to mimic it, but you know, you you know, it's like it's hard to compare. It's hard to hard to critique at certain yeah. at a certain point because it's not easy. You have to sing and then dance and then you have the camera in your face, so it's it's not easy. Hugh, Hugh Jackman saw me do Jean Valjean twice on Broadway, oh, and then he did the movie and stole all my stuff and made thirty million dollars. So <laughs> I'm still a little disappointed. I haven't gotten a check from you, but. <laughs> It's it's amazing, you know. It's Broadway is where everyone starts is in theater and in choirs and in church choirs, and then they become the artists they're going to become, you know. So it's a great training ground. So young, more people should get into it because it really helps you with every aspect of your performing. Well, it gives it gives kids that wouldn't have an opportunity to experience Broadway yeah. um, a chance to experience Broadway musical. Yeah, because you know most people can't get to Broadway and, and pay spend all that money. money. It's really expensive. We can't so, afford yeah. it. To take a family there, forget it. So this is great that now kids are a whole generations being exposed to Broadway musicals. As much as we love Broadway, we really don't go that much because it's pricey. Yeah. It's a special yeah. thing. No, I, so, I, yeah. I like Aladdin. Aladdin was great. Aladdin. Aladdin was great. Yeah. Aladdin. Will Smith killed it. I didn't think anyone could like chop Robin Williams. Yeah, same, same. Awesome. Yeah, Will Smith he gave it like great. his own personal flair, but like it worked. Twist on it. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Do you have your favorite musical films? Like maybe top three that you that you're like, oh, you know, if you're gonna get into musicals, you gotta watch this. Overseas, like Oklahoma, like, Fill on the Roof, you know, all those. Beauty oh, the Beast is great. Mary Poppins, I, I mean, the original Mary Poppins, I like, even though yeah. make fun of Dick Van Dyke's uh, English accent, I still think it's classic. And we got to meet yeah. Julianne. She, her oh, ex-husband worked on our musical that we produced, so you know, he's uh, it's it's. She she's one of the I like Charlie stars. and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah. Even though it was it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't to me it was a Willy Wonka. Yeah. The Lion King is Lion King. Yes. Yeah. Lion King's great. Yeah, that's amazing. My favorite is Dream Girls. I think that's the best movie musical like from oh, stage movie ever. Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was done. Leave so it at that. Well. That director was amazing. Dream oh, Girls was Dream Girls. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a great one. Yeah. yeah Jennifer Hudson yeah. ahead. That was Beyonce. Good. That was star cast. Jamie yeah, Foxx. They did that perfect. I mean, exactly. in the old days, the movie musical was the king of film, you know, yep. MGM, all those old movie musicals that it, it went away for a while. Now it's coming back more. Yeah. The more you see it, the more enjoyable it is. I don't know if you guys saw Chicago. Chicago, like Chicago. was good, too. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Chicago, I dream 
Okay, also, you're doing some great things for charity, like you mentioned before, um, and you're helping other organizations. You're doing some great things. And I think I saw on, on TikTok or on Instagram that December 10th, you'll be doing something for NBC. Um, can you tell us about that? Yeah, no, it was a, it was for a friend of ours, and they're doing a big special on NBC, Broadway, Broadway special, and, uh, you know, we helped promote it for them, and we may play a small part in it, but they're going to be bringing back all kinds of Broadway stars to kind of open up the gates to coming back to theater again in 2021. So a lot of our friends are going to be a big, huge part of this, and we just kind of had a little piece of it. So it's very exciting. Everybody I know is playing Santa Claus this year. That's an actor, you know, because there's not a lot. Of and it, what what about the the charitable organizations um, you you have partnered with over the years? Well, we've done we've done stuff for all all types of charities. So we did something for the Ryan Seacrest Foundation recently for all different hospitals. We did a video for the elderly, which was a really nice yeah. video we did. It was help uh, that charity. Um, Barbara and I actually were, we won an award a couple years ago for the American Cancer Society. We've done a lot of work for the American Cancer Society yeah. and a bunch of charities, some in Ireland, some in New York. We did and, the Actors Equity um, Vice oh, AIDS. Yeah, we did. We just did one for the Broadway, Broadway Cares Broadway Equity Vice AIDS uh, organization. We try to do as much as, you know, as much as we possibly can. We enjoy doing this. So if it's for a good cause. It's all about giving back. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's awesome. Yeah. And then singing, especially on the holidays, everyone, everyone loves like, you know, great singing. Um, and speaking of the holidays, you have your, your holiday Christmas album, the, the Sharp Family Christmas album just dropped. Uh, you can check it out on Spotify, obviously iTunes, and, and just go and buy or stream it as much as possible. But you know, tell us about that process and, and what it took to get there. And, and there's some original music as well, which is, which is amazing. Yeah, two songs. Two, two original, original songs. songs. It was a, a quick process, and we did a lot in a short amount of time, yeah. but it, it worked. It took longer to find a really good picture of us than it did to record the album, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. it's six weeks, you know. Yeah. But, uh, Barbara, and I, Barbara and I worked with a lot of uh, people in the music industry before, and mm -hmm. so one of our friends, Ed Kessel, who was the orchestrator mm -hmm. of our Broadway musical, Tale of Two Cities, uh, helped put together half of the album, and then the other half was put together by David Rosenthal, who's Billy Joel's keyboard player and musical director at his stage shows. And uh, they both put together half of the album each, and uh, we, we put it together in six weeks, but it, it really turned out amazingly well. We brought a lot of musicians in and out, and uh, wearing masks because you know we yeah, couldn't even we couldn't even be in there yeah. when they were recording because you don't have too many people in the space so that was a little yeah, was interesting different. process. Different. Yeah. So the band was there, but they were all in different pieces putting this all together. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we just released it on the twentieth of November, and we have an original song from Logan written um, oh. by a gentleman out of the UK named James Fox, and uh, it's called Christmas Time is Here with additional oh, material by Dave Rosenthal. Very nice. And then a show, song called Awaken the Music. Awaken the Spirit of Christmas. The Spirit of Christmas, yeah. yeah. Christmas. And that was a song that's kind of like um, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra feel to it. I mean, the, yeah. the string yeah. players that came in to play that one, they said we had to move their arms that fast because it's like a Mozart piece <laughs> yeah. in one. So they were like out of shape, uh, they Sam said. Sam sounds amazing on it. Yeah, she sounds amazing. And then we did eight classic songs that you would you would love. And uh, the twins that I saw, Mommy Kiss and Santa Claus, <laughs> and, Robert, and uh, they were fantastic at it. Yeah. Barbara sings the small ones. She's small ones. I'll be home for Christmas. I sing the Christmas wow. song. It's really about the kids. The kids are really the stars yeah. of this. And then as a, as a family, we have some really cool harmonies. I mean, we're like the pentatonics light. Wouldn't you say, Logan? Like oh, really yeah. light. <laughs> but we 
some tricky harmonies in there and Silent Night and things. So mm -hmm. it was it was challenging for us, even though we all are pretty good singers. Uh, but yeah, it was very exciting. What what you learn about the process, huh? You know, it's a lot harder to sing on stage, or it's a lot harder to sing in the studio than it is on stage, actually. Because like, I feel like when I sing on stage, I have to overact and over sing most of the times. But like here, like I don't have like yeah. they can edit the voices and they could put different effects on things and make it have like a different feel to it. So like, I feel like I sound way different on this album than I've ever sung like on stage. I think Logan sounds great. He's a great natural studio. Yeah, he's voice. kind of a yeah. Star. yeah, all of you sound great. Yeah, uh, Bell Rock, I think it was was also Logan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that. No, you all sound great, but I do understand you kind of have to scale back a little bit. And obviously, yeah. with the performance, it's like you know you feel the energy of the of the crowd, so exactly. you want to give more. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Logan. Logan really has that pop, pop quality to his voice. Yeah, know? I never really sang pop because usually we sing Broadway, so I love singing pop. So. Yeah. That's and it's cool. Oh, Mom and I were supposed to have a little line at the end, but Logan cut us because he said, "Look, you guys aren't pop enough. We need, <laughs> we need this stuff." But we, he was exactly right, and uh, you know, you really shine on that. Yeah. Well, was Ron? Was that you and you and your wife um, when it was? I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Was that like some? Was yeah. that you two acting or, or something? Oh, or? Yes. I tried to do a corny Santa Claus, you know. Yeah, it was pretty corny. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. They took the take they wanted. I, I didn't question it, you know. Uh, but uh, no, that was cute. And and my one friend's studio was kind of in tatters, so we did some of it in his bedroom and some of it in the studio. It was really funny. <laughs> yeah. I leave the house every night and I'd say to his wife, I said, hey, you know, I made the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Ed's great. The guy who put those arrangements together, he does a lot of jingle work and yeah. a lot of music theater work. So he has that uh, theatrical sensibility and he did a great job of this. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It was really great just hearing the family voices blending together because, mm -hmm. I mean, you're all related, obviously. So it's like you're sort of like meant to harmonize with each other. I think I think it's really that's, awesome. That's, yeah, we've been calling it our genetic blend. We've been trying to yeah. find our genetic blend because... We're not sure what the sound of the family is. You can still pick out like everyone's voice if you listen carefully, but we do blend we very nicely. I don't want to bring it. We're used to singing with each other. Our so. favorite song right now, I think, is probably Silent Night. And Silent Night, That's Sam beautiful. is totally on the lead. It's great and then, harmony. Then Barbara yeah. and Logan come in. I don't even come in until like the end of the like the end of the song. And and you can hear all their voices and they sound so beautiful together. Mm -hmm. And then when yeah. the twins and I join, it's like it's just gorgeous. And yeah. it's like uh we, we still haven't figured out what the sound is of our family. So you got a lot to choose from. It's very eclectic, right? Yeah. It just took a little bit. No, but we have so many different styles in this. We have a, like a doo-wop, and we have a rock, and we have a... Oh, it's a very eclectic album. Oh, yeah. 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 In one style. We just... We like it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I really loved Breath of Heaven. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, I yeah, used yeah. to actually sing that song at my church, and my oh. mom used to sing it when I was little, so it was kind of like a generational thing in my family. So it was really cool hearing that song again. <laughs> I, love, I love that song, too. That song too. Yeah. I just, that's, I, the song is so beautiful. You made it to the end of the album. That's, I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Been further up in the album, but it was—it's so long. It's like almost five minutes long. They just put me at the end. So we said, let's put it at the end, so we don't ruin all these. Because right now, actually, my friend who makes records said that this generation can't listen to more than one verse in a chorus anymore. Like if a song is over two minutes long, they go to the next song. Hmm. And see, I gotta fight for that song and see she likes it. I love. Yeah, no, it, it was beautifully sung, and honestly, the album—it was—you know—I guess because you know, it's 
Christmas, so it's very easy to listen to. So yeah, but it was a beautiful yeah. song, Barbara. Thank, thank you for that. Her performance is amazing on that. We recorded that one in our studio, which is the which is the funny thing. But yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, who who wrote uh, "Awaken the Spirit of Christmas"? Ed Kessel, Ed Kessel and uh, and his writing partner Sandy Linzer. Now, if you look up Sandy Linzer, Sandy Linzer wrote a lot of the songs for the Jersey Boys. Oh, nice. Sherry Baby for Whitney Houston. Yeah, in sync. He has a show that's an American Idol every year, a song. So he's a famous songwriter, really good friend of ours. We've known him for maybe yeah, 15 years. Wow. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they work so, really well. And we're well. hoping to do more with them as well. So we yeah. want to do a just a regular album too. And of course, we'd love to do a Christmas album every year. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, we will start. We will start in October this year. We're going to start maybe like a. We like how never gets old. Christmas yeah. is forever. So we're excited that like we're, family, the, we're the nutty family that we listen to Christmas sometimes all year long. Yeah, there's times throughout the year that we listen to Christmas. I mean, we love the pentatonics, right, Logan? I mean, that's yeah. They're just yeah, so much fun. They're kind of yeah. like our idols. Like yeah, we'd we like to them. harmonize like them someday because it's just yeah. so much fun and it's they're really great singers and I think we can get there if we really really work hard. Yeah, Especially as we all these guys grow up because they have such powerful voices. <laughs> yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. super cool. And you know, and then Samantha, you sang the song uh, "Awakening Spirit of Christmas" as well. That was right. That that was beautifully sung. It's a great album. And and Aiden and Connor as well. When you sang, uh, you know, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus like. Yeah, that was, that was great. I felt like the, the childish joy uh, when you sang that. Was really <laughs> Inspired by Michael Jackson. The yeah, the harmonies, they really nailed that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're great at that. Michelle's a big fan of harmony as well. When we, yeah. We, we Obviously, we just sing at home, you know, to ourselves, but <laughs> she, she, loves, she loves singing harmonies. That's, yeah. that's awesome. We have a music video of all the songs that we're going to be releasing in the next week. So oh, sweet. So we'll on our pages. We'll announce where to find them. But uh, I think um, what's coming out tomorrow, I think. Mine. <laughs> Awaken the Spirit of Christmas. Very cool. Yeah. Christmas time is here. It's going to come out shortly after that. And, and uh, But I think every day next week or yeah. the next. We're doing like a countdown to Christmas. We're going to be posting new things yeah. every day. Probably. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Awaken the Spirit of Christmas and uh, Christmas time is here are like the top performing songs right now so mm-hmm. far. Which... Yeah, the Santa Claus oh, and the Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Well, they got the most fans. Come on. Uh, We like to ask this to our guests. um, Do you have a story that you're dying to tell? And, you know, uh, with musicals and film and and sharing stories within the songs and music that you do, is there something you're still like, oh, I would love to make that one day? My dad told me the story once. It's like we were gonna be on like the Harry Potter movie. Something like that. And then, like, me and Aiden, we were like more little back then. No. I got a good story. And then he was like, oh, oh, Well, oh, what happened was they went to audition for the, the director of the Harry Potter movies to yeah. be in a movie. And Connor, Aiden really wanted to do it then, and Connor didn't. And they were like five years old. And they're sitting there, and the director says, how are you doing, boys? And Aiden like, good. And he, and he says to Connor, how are you doing, boy? And he goes, no! He screamed. <laughs> the director his hands back. Because he's a guy that spent... I'm not saying any particular director for because there's a lot of different directors of Harry Potter, but this guy spends his life having people wanting to be nice to him, and this little four-year-old screamed at him, and he fell back. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking to you. I don't want to be here. I don't, you know. So it was it was a pretty hilarious. I've never seen another actor yell at a director like that before. Yeah. The other. <laughs> no, but one of the things that Barbara and I we poured our heart and soul into was uh, 
we produced the Broadway musical, A Tale of Two Cities, based yeah. on the Charles Dickens novel. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barbara, and, and we brought her all the way to Broadway, and uh, which is kind of an impossible task to do. And when we got there, that's when the economy kind of crashed. And uh, when the economy crashed, every show on Broadway, 22, 22 of the 30 shows closed. So we had worked for 10 years to bring the show to Broadway, and uh, it didn't get its full just due. But in the show, there's two characters that look alike, and that's what the story's about. So when they get old enough, if yeah. they get they're doing our movie musical. Well, we have the, uh, it's in their contract. The, the CDs out there, so the, the, the soundtrack for Tale of Two Cities, if anybody wants the to DVD of that. The DVD we did in London. Nice. And we did our 10th anniversary concert, which oh. I got to play a yeah. part in it this time That's after good. watching it for years as a little girl. That was like yes. my yeah. big special yeah. moment. I was so excited. A Tale of Two Cities was written by uh, Jill Santoriello, which was the first person ever, a woman, to write the music lyrics and books and to a yeah. musical yeah. by herself. That's she did job with it and uh worth checking out we're gonna we're gonna try to make a feature film of that one of these yeah, days that's our goal because it's like lame is it's it's as big as lame is yeah. and maybe you know it's not equally powerful maybe more powerful in some way so because it has a lot of too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, so. that's a powerful story I, um i got introduced to that when i was watching like a pbs show called uh uh what's your reading wishbone or the wishbone show and the tale of the two cities is an amazing story just based in history, but tells like the inner thread of what like, the regular people are going through. So that would be awesome. Like, um, obviously I watch Hamilton and I watch Les Mis, but it would be great to see something portrayed of, of Tale of Two Cities on the big silver screen. That'd be awesome. When, when, when people audition for it on Broadway, we said, if you can't sing better than us, you can't be in the show. So the singer, <laughs> no, but, we, but the, the singers in our show were the, the best, were the best <laughs> in the world. And uh, they were unbelievable. And, the story, the musical is beautiful, and uh, it's going to have a second life. And uh, it's, it's a great, great story about redemption and love and mm-hmm. giving oneself for someone else, you know, which uh, is, the guess, the greatest gift you can give someone. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you. We're not just cringy. We're deep. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, that, that, was, that was deep. That was awesome. I felt like bunch there. So kids. <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much, uh, Sharp Family, for being on the show. And uh, we just thank you again for being on the Mustard Creative Podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you later. And you have a great, wonderful holiday. Let me give you a chance. Go ahead and plug everything one more time. And everyone, please buy their album. So you can follow us at the Sharp, or Sharp Family Singers on all social media platforms. And you can buy our album anywhere that you listen to music. It's called The Sharp Family Christmas. That's right. So go check it out. All right, that was awesome. That was so energetic. I love their energy. Love talking to the Sharp family. Mm-hmm. I hope you really enjoyed the, that interview. Hope you got to understand not just who they are. Obviously, we got to learn more about them, but also their process and content creation. And it's never too late to learn how to sing and play music and share who you are, who you truly are. So show yourself. Now, on the next <laughs> week's episode, uh, we will be reviewing... It's going to be our first official review podcast episode. We usually just talk about movies. We're going to give an actual review. So we're going to talk about Ron Howard's film, Hillbilly Elegy, that's on Netflix. So if you want to be a part of that episode, please watch it on Netflix and check it out. Now, I will say, just give this caveat, it's not, uh, it's not, it is rated R, but it's kind of the okay rated R. 
So it's not for little children. So just FYI, but it's a good heartwarming story about an American family. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have any projects that you are working on, please let us know by posting on social media with the hashtag MustyCreative, and we will share it and you on the show. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Just, and, just do it. And we want to thank our monthly supporters for helping us make this episode. And you guys are amazing. So just thank you for your support. And I know it's tough right now. So if you can't support us financially, hey, just keep watching, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep sharing the content. And we really appreciate you, our musty collective. And that's all the time we have for. So we just ask you to leave us a review on iTunes, check us out on Spotify, and check us out on anchor.fm slash musty and all the social medias. We really appreciate you. And now it's time to shower up. Gives them a satisfaction they couldn't get any other way.